different ideas about good health? How do you separate the myths from the facts? Welcome to Healthy View Radio with your trio of co-hosts, Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus. Today, you'll learn what it takes to be healthy and happy within a stressful world from three experts walking their talk. Here is Lisa, Andrea, and Michelle. Hello, all you lovely listeners. Welcome to another exciting episode of Healthy View Radio. My name is Lisa Lutan, and I'm here with my two fabulous and feisty co-hosts, oh, yeah. Michelle Fenninghouse and Andrea Beeman. <laughs> Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we are talking about harnessing the energy of the universe. Do, 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 for all you Twilight Zone appreciators. But we'll be chatting with best-selling author Christy Whitman and then later with integrative nutrition health coach Sherry Holzer. I would like to thank our sponsor, Mountain Rose Herbs, and tell you about their teas that truly harness the energy of the universe. If you've never seen flowering teas, they, you are in for a treat. Imagine you're having someone over for tea, and before their eyes, their tea bag literally transforms into a flowering garden. I kid you not, it is an experience, an incredibly beautiful and cosmic experience that I want you to experience. So head over to mountainroseherbs.com slash HVR. Now, not a capital HVR, just a small HVR, because I guess there's some problem with the capitals today. But go over there and go to the flowering tea section. I warn you, you might be sidetracked by all the other teas and spices and incredible elixirs they have on their website. Because if you're like me, you just kind of go off on this sidetrack, you get mesmerized by all of it. But you have to see this flowering tea section. Just look at the pictures, choose the garden that you like, and you will blow away your clients, your guests, and anyone else you serve tea to, especially yourself. It is such a treat. So now let's jump into this cosmic topic. Andrea, Michelle, (laughs) when you hear the words harnessing the energy of the universe, what does it mean to you? Oh boy. (laughs) You go first on this one. Hard one, right? No, not necessarily. I mean, like, Well, when I say not necessarily, I don't mean that it's hard to harness the energy of the universe. I mean, like, you know, I'm under the belief system and it's a belief system that we are small encapsulations of the entire universe within a human body. Right. So that's like an ancient perspective. The sages said that human beings are just a smaller version of the entire universe. So like 25 years ago or 20 years ago when I was first studying this stuff, I started to understand that concept more deeply that first of all, if we're part of the universe and we are the universe, whatever we put out into the universe comes back to us like it's a reflection. And then, of course, all that other stuff popped up. The secret. with What was her name? Rhonda Byrne? Was that her name, Rhonda Byrne? I think so. The one who put it all together. Put it all together. But this is like an ancient philosophy that what we think, our thoughts that we think and what we believe and what we feel creates an energetic vibration that goes out into the universe and it comes back to us because what you put out comes back. And even George Osawa, one of my favorite teachers, said what you put out comes back tenfold. (laughs) Right? So you got to be very careful (laughs) what you think and what you feel and all that stuff. So I think that harnessing the energy of the universe can be done 
when you're focused and when your intention is there, when your thoughts and your feelings are there, if you're feeling like crap and you're putting crap out, crap is coming right back, you know? But if, if like, um, I, I mean, you guys know Qigong and Tai Chi, right? Mm-hmm. Qi means yeah. energy, right? So those, it's, it's literally pulling down energy from the universe into the physical body, from the earth, from the universe, from everywhere. So, I mean, I, I don't think it's a foreign concept. I think it's a great concept and um, it makes you become very aware of your thoughts and your feelings about your thoughts. See, Go. all this stuff just gets a little woo-woo for me. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. And it's not that I fundamentally disagree with any of it, but just the words, you know, harnessing the energy of the universe. I'm sure we have some listeners out there that are like, oh boy, here we go. And I'm kind of <laughs> with you. you know? <laughs> yeah. but, but, you know, to me, I think we could say the same thing essentially, but for me, it's in much more practical terms. I feel like it's common sense where you put your energy, uh, where you put your resources, that stuff's going to get more of your attention. You know, if you go to a party and you're gossiping and you're just talking about the weather, your life's not going to advance very much in a positive direction. But if you go to a party or anywhere and you're talking about your passions and your dreams and what you want to achieve, it's likely you're going to meet someone and connection will be made and things will start to unfold. So to me, it just feels like a whole lot of common sense. <laughs> I don't know if it's common sense. It might be common sense to you. It might not be common sense to somebody else. You know, like I start mm-hmm. my day with a couple little affirmations. And the last one is always what wonderful thing will happen today. And I literally just think about my day and I think about something that's going to happen. And then I literally just go, oh, yeah, that's going to grow really well today. So maybe it's putting me into a good mindset that will then lead to that. Um, But I don't know that that's common sense. I don't know that people really do know the power of their thoughts and their intentions. Yeah, I think you're right about that, uh, Lisa, because I think that they're so engaged and engrossed in all of the stuff and the mass media and the marketing and, and all the stuff that they don't even hear their own thoughts. Yeah. They don't even know what they're thinking and what they're feeling. I had um, my nephew say to me the other day, it was so, it's such an interesting thought. He's uh, 13 years old. And, and he said to me, because in my house, there's silence, right? I don't have a TV blaring. I don't have a radio blaring. And, um, and he was here because he's staying with me for the month. And he says, you know, there's, there's one thing that makes me nervous and scares me. And I said, I said, what? And he goes, silence. Uh-oh. Ooh. Because he doesn't have silence. And when you're in that silent space, then you start to hear and feel and, oh, my God, right? All this stuff. And I think that most people don't connect with that. They don't connect with their internal feelings and insights and, uh, and they're always on the outside. Yes, 100%. Yes. I, I want to more. Yeah, I want to share a really cool story. Like years ago, um, I was in Bali, and I did this meditation class, like um, kind of on the beach in this little platform area, looking over at the water, and it was incredibly beautiful. And at the end of the class, we were all sitting there with our, you know, hands together. The instructor stared at me, and he said, "One of the students in our class surrendered to the universe." And everybody's like, "Who, who?" And he's like staring at me, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know." And he's like, "One, only one." 
And so I'm like, well, what does it mean, you know, if you surrender to the universe? And he said, it's something with the hands. If the thumb like slips, I guess when you're holding your forefinger and your thumb together, it's the union of you and the universe. And when you, your finger slips, the universe takes over. And you have surrendered. So I go back to my little hut and I said to my husband, I surrendered to the universe. <laughs> like something's going to happen. I don't know what it is. And literally, like I go like 10 minutes later, I check my email and the first article that I had ever written in my life suddenly had gone viral, you know, and I was like, wow, <laughs> I'm going to surrender to the universe all the time. Like, this is awesome. But it was really cool. And obviously, it's not so cut and dry and direct. But I've always remembered that story. And I've oh, it's always stayed with me. And often when I am meditating, if I have trouble settling, I go back to that place. And I just say, okay, let's surrender to the universe and see what happens. So it's kind of fun. Very nice. Oh, yeah, that that's- brings up that I'm going to play devil's advocate here because I think it makes for a more interesting show. But I yeah. think what what that brings up is the comment, right? Well, it's either it's just because there's correlation doesn't mean there's causation. So what do you say to that? <laughs> I would say you sound just like my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> Back it up with science. Why don't you? Yeah. Oh, Lord <laughs> have mercy. Oh, I think the more scientific we get, the less dis. I mean, the more disconnected we are from intuition and, you know, I, I understand the need, our need for all of this. It's got to be fact and you got to have this and you got to have that. But I think that 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 in itself takes us away from the magic and the mystery of the world. Yeah, I right? totally agree. You know, like there's a, there's a time and a place for it. If you're building a house, I don't want the magical mystery house. I want, <laughs> I want corners to be exactly right. This amount, right angles and all that stuff. But in the world, I think there's a lot that we miss when we get so, um, uh, it's this or that, and that's the way that it is. And then you lose the, the magic. I totally agree. So Gabby Bernstein wrote a book called The Universe Has Your Back. I'm curious. Do you think the universe has your back? Well, I love that saying, um, you know, the, some, what is it? It's something about everything is unfolding for me. It's one of those affirmations, right? You say uh, the, the universe is doing this for me or everything is working out in my favor. It's something along those lines. And I like, I like to think that. Hmm. Well, I haven't read the book, but I, I, I'm understanding. Oh, you have to <laughs> Maybe we'll get her on the show. Um, yeah. But I understand the concept. The universe has your back. So again, it brings me back to what I said initially, which is that we are just a smaller version of the entire universe. So if I am thought, mind, body, thought, intention, feeling, if I am moving in a specific direction, then of course the universe has my back because it's me. It, right? <laughs> Unless right. I'm like, right? It's, it, it just makes sense. It's all of this in motion, moving toward in a specific direction, going to my hopes and my dreams and my thoughts and my desires and all that, then of course that, of course that the universe has my back. It's literally me. Well, you know, I think a lot of this stuff runs really close to uh, religions and religious beliefs. You know, you, it could be that like, you know, God has your back or God is good or that kind of message that I grew up with as a Roman Catholic. And, uh, and so I think it's, you know, it's kind of the same idea, except I really like where you're going with that, Andrea, which is that, you know, you're doing this, you have your back, you know, there's a powerful force 
uh, in the universe and you can harness it. You can, you can flow with it. You know, you can, you can fight it. You, and, and again, as a, as a good little Catholic girl, it was the like, you can be good or you can be bad, but you know, it's tricky. I think this stuff does start to overlap with religion. I think it does. Yeah, But also, I think there's another thing. Like, I was always taught, follow your head, not your heart. And, you know, I was like in the business world and I was like all, you know, cerebral, nothing about intuition, nothing about what I felt. This is why I crashed and burned. You know, I never listened to what was my, the guidance. And so have now at this stage of my life, I really listen to what's going on in my inner world to make my decisions and to build a life that's happy and joyful. And to me, it's kind of what Andrea said before. It's the magic in it all. It might not be true. It might be true. Who knows? And who cares? If it brings like, if it makes life a little bit more fun and magical, like why not? It's not hurting anybody. And if, as long as you're not using it as an excuse, you know, not to work hard and not to, you know, be a contributing member of society, I feel like it adds a lot to our lives. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, Back to religion, which, gosh, my gosh, boy, has religion really messed people up in so many ways. Uh, did you girls ever read um, Dostoevsky? Uh, Dost- uh, Dostoevsky? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So the chapter, The Grand Inquisitor, where the, the priest is coming and talking to the guy who's in the prisoner. And, um, uh-huh. and he, he says, you know, like, uh, well, you know, they're talking about the connection to God. And uh, I think that the high priest, and I read it 25 years ago, I'm probably killing it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, like the, the, he says, we cannot tell the people that they have direct connection to God. And the other guy says, why can't we tell them that? And he's like, um, because then we lose control over them. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Right? Yeah. So we all have direct connect to whatever it is that you want to believe in. Right. Universe, God, I don't know. But, uh, you know, we all have that direct connection. You don't actually need somebody else to give you the direct connect. If you're here and you're alive and breathing, you're connected to something. Yeah, well, wasn't it just last week we were talking about following the money? I mean, <laughs> we were getting political there. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, religion and politics go hand in hand, too. So that yeah. extra layer of someone or something or an organization that is collecting money being involved between you and your direct connection with the universe. And, mm. you know, there's a layer in there. It doesn't necessarily need to be there. I agree with you. Well, I think those are the the not so pretty parts of religion, you know, when they do get into that part, but your own personal, you know, spirituality and connection, like that's your choice. And that's, it shouldn't involve anybody else, you know, like figuring out what, what makes life magical for you, I think. Oh, oh I saw magic. a great thing on, uh, on Facebook yesterday. It was a... Uh, Tichat Han, I don't know if I said oh, that right. Han. Yeah, oh, yeah, love him. Love him. You know, supposedly <laughs> from him saying how everybody can be a Buddhist because Buddhism is not about worshiping and uh, one thing and believing in one thing, but like, you can be Christian, you can also be Buddhist, and Buddhist is more of Buddhism is more of a practice. And I just thought that feels so much better to me than the world that I grew up in where it was like, you believe this, this is the book, these are the rules, this is the guy, end of story, or you go to hell. Mm. Yeah, there are a lot of Jew-boos out there, you know, Jewish Buddhists. <laughs> that's, that's what I aspire to be, a Jew-boo. <laughs> 
I'm working on it slowly. <laughs> trying to let go of attachment. I'm trying to let go of all these practices. It's going to take a while, though. Well, you already let go of the bagel. So it's just a matter of. <laughs> I did. I let go of the bagel. <laughs> That's the best thing I've heard all day. Jubin. Hey, yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> really good one. So um, do you think, you know, what do you think about the law of attraction or karma or, you know, any of those things out there? Hmm. I think the law of attraction and karma are two different things. Mm-hmm. They are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely two different things. And I do believe in the law of attraction, um, but there has to be the feeling behind it, right? So you could think, uh, I'm abundant, I'm abundant, I'm abundant. But if, it, if your subconscious is running a tape that says, I am broke, <laughs> I, I can't afford a, <laughs> a cup of coffee, right? Then that's going to run your actual, um, you won't be able to attract that because it's a conflicting uh, energy within your, your body, Cool. Well, I'm excited to hear what our guest has to say on all this stuff today. Chrissy Whitman is a transformational leader, celebrity coach, and New York Times bestselling author of The Art of Having It All. Her new book is being released on September 25th, and it's called Quantum Success, Seven Essential Laws for a Thriving, Joyful, and Prosperous Relationship with Work and Money. Christy has appeared on the Today Show, The Morning Show, and her work has been featured in People Magazine, 17, Women's Day, Hollywood Life, Teen Vogue, and so many others. Christy is the CEO and founder of the Quantum Success Learning Academy and Quantum Success Coaching Academy, a 12-month law of attraction coaching certification program. How cool. She's helped thousands of people worldwide to achieve their goals through her empowerment seminars, speeches, and coaching sessions and products. Christy's life-changing message reaches over 200,000 people a month. Wow. And her work has been featured by luminaries such as Marianne Williamson, Dr. Wayne Dyer, and Louise Hay. So for those of you on Facebook, please feel free to post questions for us and for Christy, and we will do our best to answer them during the show. And during this quick little break, we would appreciate it if you could pop over to HealthyViewRadio.com slash review and tell the world what you love about this show. So stay tuned, and we will be back shortly with Christy Whitman. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you sick of striving for a vision of healthy that just doesn't exist? Join the club. Expert health coaches Andrea Beeman, Michelle Fenighaus, and Lisa Lutan are more than just voices on the radio. They're here to help you make real change in real life. Join their Facebook community, HealthyViewRadio.com, to ask questions, get behind the scenes, and receive early access to special offers and events. Again, you can connect at HealthyViewRadio.com. Remember to subscribe to Healthy View Radio on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Do you ever have an off day? 
Or is your life positive and uplifting? Making Life Brighter is a forum for positive, inspired, and contemplative thought, showcasing experts in their fields, including authors, musicians, and artists. Your host, Winifred Adams, will bring to life topics to stimulate and make your life brighter. We want to hear from you. Be sure to tune in Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're listening to Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutian, and Michelle Fennighaus with Healthy View Radio. Do you have a question or comment for the show? Please call us right now at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send us an email from our Voice America radio page. You'll find connections to reach any of the hosts there. Now, back to Healthy View Radio. Hello, all of you fabulous people. Welcome back to Healthy View Radio. This is the place where you can connect directly with the universe every Thursday with me, Andrea Beeman, and my two gorgeous co-hosts, Lisa Lutan and Michelle Fenninghoff. Today, to help us strengthen our direct connect to the universe, we have Christy Whitman, the CEO and founder of the Quantum Success Learning Academy and Coaching Academy. She has helped thousands of people worldwide to achieve their goals, and she's going to give you some great advice and insight on how to do that today. So hello, Christy. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. It's nice to be with you, ladies. Yes, Mm -hmm. you too. And before we get started into the nitty-gritty, we do like to ask our... um, our guests, a couple of questions to help you connect better with our human people here. <laughs> so the first is, and A-Rod got you on this one, but we'll, get, we'll do it again. Uh, what did you have for breakfast today? I had egg whites. Just by itself? <laughs> really exciting. Nothing Just else? Egg whites, yes. That's what I have for breakfast this morning. Salt and pepper? I'm sorry? Did you put salt and pepper on it? Just egg whites? Salt, salt. Just salt on it, yes. Okay. Any olive oil? No, no. really boring. The steak whites. Wow. Like a cup of coffee. Yeah. I, but I eat like six, seven times a day. So it was just, that was a little part one breakfast. Part one. Okay, good. And then what is the number one thing that you do every day that has the greatest impact on your life? Meditate. Mm. That's good. We're all it's meditators except for Michelle. She's an anti-meditator. <laughs> Yeah, anti. I campaign against it actively. <laughs> There's lots of different meditations. So true. I yeah. I, I do. I guide people through guided meditations. So I'm actually having them focus on something because to actually have someone just go meditate and turn off their mind, it's almost impossible because our mind is like always cycling between the past, the present, the future. And so it's really hard to, you know, someone to just stop their thoughts. And that's why the type of meditation I do is I'm activating the mind by helping them move energy. 
Oh, that's great. That, that is great. And then one uh, other question before we dive in. What is your guilty pleasure? Spas. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if it's or I mean, I went the other day and I had a four-handed massage for 90 minutes. And I, Where? I literally was like, oh, this is bliss. I'm in Montreal for two months in a rental house. Our, my family's here. We normally live in Arizona. And uh, found this great spa like 15 minutes away. And I literally, I'm like, this is bliss. This is absolute mm-hmm. bliss. So that's my guilty pleasure. Oh, that's awesome. I love spas and, Me too. and facials and... Yeah, I'm a spa whore. I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. I, when I first started my business about 12 years ago, I had a, a mentor of, my, me, of mine ask me, what would success look like for you? And I said, if I could go and get a spa treatment every single week. Mm. And so, you know, that's, and I still, I'm able to do that. I have been able to do that. And that's like, for me, it's, that's always like a, that's a must. That's a have to, have to treat myself well. Very nice. So let's get down to business. Uh, Today, you are an author, a speaker, and a coach, but that wasn't how you got started. Uh, What was your life like before you found your way? I know, I I think I read that you worked for a pharmaceutical company, and you want to talk about your life? Yeah, I mean, I was in corporate America for about 13 years. I had a lot of great success, but, um, you know, I went to college, and I got a degree, and, you know, I I moved to Chicago to, to get this great job and I had money and everything, but I just was so unhappy. I was, I was constantly um, just never, never satisfied with anything that I had and nothing ever felt good enough. And it just, it didn't feel good to be inside of my own skin and inside of my own mind because it was just negative and complaining and criticizing and judgment. And um, I went seeking and I heard, I don't know who it was that mentioned that you're a Roman Catholic so I was like, well, you know, at one point in my life, I felt connected. Maybe I'll go back to the Catholic Church. And I went and I'm like, nope, it's not in here either. So um, this emptiness I was feeling, I went seeking for. And I, it's when I found meditation. I found a meditation teacher that said words, like these words to me that completely changed my direction in my life. She said, You're, you create your own reality. I'm like, why does that sound so true? And she said, you're either repelling things from you or attracting things to you all day, every day. And I was like, oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if our thoughts create our reality, I started paying attention. I'm like, it's not happy in here. It's not good. It's not positive. And so thought by thought on, on, and I still do this to the day, to this day, I have to change my thoughts or my perspective or my, you know, my attitude. Um, to be in a more a place that's aligned with abundance versus lack and limitation versus not enough. Cause that's never feels good, you know, being in lack and limitation, but abundance always does. Mm, that's so. great. So um, can you talk about the importance of taking care of ourselves in your book, quantum success, you call this learning to self regulate. So what role does taking care of ourselves play in our ability to create success and what are some of the daily practices that can support us? That's a great question. It's, it's everything. I mean, if we, you know, feel run down and we just, well, I'll just caffeinate myself more, do more, do more. You know, that's what most people are doing out there. They're, they're just like, they have no more time. And then they're trying to 
you know, do more within that time that they have with social media and all that stuff. So there's a lot of people are exhausted and they, they just can't seem to what it would take to live their dream life or have what they would really love in all aspects of their life. And, you know, that's just, it's a, that's a very outward in approach to creating what we want instead of in out, meaning we assign our happiness or our joy or our success outside of ourselves. Like, Oh, when I get this, when I make this type of money, when I get the guy, when I get the house, whatever it is, then I'll be happy. And the truth is we all want these things because we think we're going to feel a certain way when we get there. But the truth is the way you manifest is you get there first, you feel it. And then those things are more attractive to you. But self-regulation, I mean, we have to slow down enough to take care of ourselves, to feel ourselves, because we have to know what we're thinking. We have to know what we're feeling because those we're, we're energy towers sending out a signal all day, every day. That's either like my meditation teacher said, we're repelling things from us, the things that we want, we're repelling them for us, and we're attracting things that we don't want, or we can be deliberate in it and attract the things that we do want. Doesn't mean that life's going to be all sunshine and rainbows and unicorns every day. There's some contrast that shows up, but at least you learn the tools to navigate away from that. And self-regulating, like taking care of yourself and slowing down, whether it's doing meditation or exercising or eating well, I mean, taking enough time, I see people all the time, they're so busy, they can't have, they cannot take 10 minutes to eat something that's going to fill them up and make them feel better. Because how we feel in our bodies, it affects our vibration, it affects how we think and how we feel. And you know, if we're not taking care of ourselves, we're not getting proper sleep, we're not exercising, or at least moving our bodies some way, somehow, and eating properly, the basic stuff, it's harder to think positive, because it's, it's hard to think positive when you don't feel well. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love also that you say that we can attract anything that we desire by adjusting the frequency of our thoughts, right? Because we have vibrations. So our thoughts, our feelings, and our beliefs that we're sending out. So can you describe how the process of attraction works and give an example that relates to attracting greater abundance and, and success? Absolutely. So I kind of mentioned before, we're like energy towers sending out a signal all day, every day. And it happens by what we think, the perspectives we hold, the energy that we contain inside our bodies. If we had things happen to us and we constricted and we closed down out of self-protection, a lot of us have, uh, many, all of us have energy blocks inside of us. And we're actually attracting things from that block. Because energy flows in and out. It's kind of like if you look at a pretty, you know, rose or a flower, it's like you take it in, you take it out. And as far as self-protection goes, you know, we self-protect all the time. And so we close down and in that self-protection, energy gets stuck, it gets blocked. And energy can't just stay still. It's got to constantly move. And so what happens is that energy is blocked inside there, but it's creating a vortex of energy. And that sets up thoughts. It sets, and once the thoughts get into motion, you know, and we start thinking those thoughts, we start seeing evidence of those thoughts. And we go, oh, see, it's true. It's a belief. Like, oh my, it is true. And then that becomes our point of attraction. And so instead of being in the space of really being in alignment with, you know, pure potentiality, with the real, tr- our true nature instead of our bound nature, um, if things flow easier. I, I just find that it's like the work now is to release the 
the lower level dark stuff and bring in the light and live in the flow. Hmm. So, sense. yeah, it totally makes sense. I mean, to me, but not to Michelle. <laughs> okay. It makes what sense is- to me. <laughs> I, I have a friend named Dawn, I think is might be like Michelle. Sure. She wants to know different information, you know, and, and she's very, she calls herself a realist. Right. And so she wants the, and I don't know, cause I've never met you, Michelle, but um, <laughs> I, when I talked to her about this kind of stuff, she's like, yeah, okay. Now I live in the real world, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I think that there are people out there and I might be one of them who consider themselves more of a realist or more of a practical person. But even within that, you know, there's, speaking to all of you out there who might share that mindset, there's still like a huge spectrum to being totally closed and blocked off to these ideas and being curious about them. You know, you don't have to put all your money on the line that yes, we are sending out vibrations and this can be proven. You just have to be curious. Huh, that's interesting. Maybe there's there's some truth to that. You know, I think I live in that gray area. I'm open. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and it's true. We have those parts of us too. Like we have a logical part. Like I get questions all the time. Well, okay, what? Did, how do you do this? Like this might work for like uber successful people or this might work for people that are already successful. What about someone that's really struggling financially? And it's like, well, their thoughts, whether it's the vibrations that got them to hear or the imprints that got them to hear, their thoughts that they're thinking right now are continuing to create the same exact situation over and over So wouldn't it just be like you're saying, Michelle, try something different. You know, for me, it was like, I was so desperate because I just was so unhappy that I'm like, I have no idea if this is going to work. I have no idea if this is, if this is true or not. And I'm, but I know this is not working. My, my life is not what I want it to be. Nothing is working. Like everything outside that we look to is like, am I successful? Nothing was working. And so that was a moment for me where I'm like, okay, well, let me change my thoughts. Let me feel differently. And things started magically showing up and manifesting. And I was like, wow. I mean, and, and more importantly, I actually started feeling better for the first time in my life, started feeling good about myself. And with that, it's just, I mean, I have a completely different relationship world that I lived in 20 years ago when I found this information out. So like Michelle saying, you know, it's like, Whenever you find yourself feeling bad, you're in a a perspective, a mindset of lack because thoughts of lack, not enough, do never feel good. It just doesn't. So just even from a biological perspective, instead of a universal perspective, just from a biological perspective, if if you say to yourself, I can't do that, that feeling sucks. I mean, it just does. It feels bad, right? But if you switch your thoughts to what are the possibilities, what are the solutions, what are the, you know, because there's an abundance of opportunities and potentiality, it's one of the universal laws. And when you open to that, it feels good. So, you know, just from that perspective, the choice of the two. Yeah, well, also, I guess from the scientific perspective, was it Newton's theory, a body in motion stays in motion? Right. So that's, yes, exactly. it's a universal law, right? You're, and talk, can you talk about momentum really quickly? Yeah. I mean, I talk about that in quantum success, that really the, the secret to, to being a human being and enjoying this experience and also connecting with the multidimensional part of who we are. I mean, there's been, um, you know, science and actually um, quantum physics that has showed that we're, this is like who we know ourselves to be, all our history and everything 
is only 4% of who we really are. The 96% is this just complete energetic creator part that's always pouring through us. And so it's a, it's a dual part. There's the law of, um, you know, uh, excuse me, polarity, there's, where there's a human side of us, it's very real. And then there's the non-physical part of us, the metaphysical part of us, which is also very real, but we can't see it, taste it, touch it, but we can feel it. And when we're in aligned with that part of us, whatever momentum we take, it, it opens, us for, opens us up for us. Because like you think about a thought in lack, if you keep thinking that thought has a momentum to it. It keeps moving. And unless we do something to stop it or pivot off of it, we'll continue down that way because the thoughts continue to gain more power. Like I was saying earlier, the thoughts become more thoughts around it and it becomes a belief. And then it becomes evidence that you see. Now you're in a momentum. But if you just stop and align yourself with, you know, the energy that you do want to feel, it could be the energy of success and then take steps and action and align your thoughts and beliefs with that, with success, then you create a momentum that's unstoppable because you both have alignment and momentum. Oh, it's awesome. Um, so uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a believer in this stuff. And I, I remember reading like Florence Scovelshin's book years ago, The Game of Life and How to Play It. And, you know, uh, uh, oh, there's so many. So what makes your book different from all of the other books of Law of Attraction? What, what is it about your book? I love it. Well, I don't just, yeah, I don't just talk about law of attraction because for me, law of attraction is just one of the laws. And for law of attraction, it's like a mirror. Uh, That's how I look at it. It's like a boomerang. You send it out, it's coming back. Not a tit for tat kind of thing, but it's coming back. The energy is coming back. It has to, it's cause and effect. Number one universal law. But there's other ones that are so much more important. Like the fourth law that I talk about in the book is law of sufficiency and abundance. And when you master this law, when you implement this law, all the other laws fall into place because you're, you're choosing as a deliberate creator to get off of lack of limitation and to get into the flow of abundance. And when you're feeling that way, when you're thinking that way, when you're, pers- when you're looking through the eyes of you, you all were mentioning before, the perspective, like everything's always working out for me. Yeah, so we want everything to work out for our audience, and we got to wrap up this segment. So where can people find out more about you and get your free, a free copy of your book? Because I know that you're offering it, right? Yes, I'm giving you a free copy of the book. You just have to pay for shipping, so you can go to quantumsuccessbook.com. That's, and that's where we can find all your information about you and everything? Yes, absolutely. You go to christywhitman.com as well. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your insight and your universal knowledge with us, Christy. We've got a. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, We've got to head off to a break, but when we come back, we're going to be speaking with nutrition health coach Sherry Holzer, who specializes in empowering women and teens to make simple changes to their nutrition and lifestyle to rejuvenate their mind, body, and spirit. So don't go away. We'll be right back after these messages. Helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you sick of striving for a vision of healthy that just doesn't exist? Join the club. Expert health coaches Andrea Beeman, Michelle Fenighaus, and Lisa Lutan are more than just voices on the radio. They're here to help you make real change in real life. 
Join their Facebook community, HealthyViewRadio.com, to ask questions, get behind the scenes, and receive early access to special offers and events. Again, you can connect at HealthyViewRadio.com. Remember to subscribe to Healthy View Radio on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have you figured out what to attract in your life in order to make it successful? There are those who can and those who can learn. Your intensified energy gives you willpower to move the bar forward and be happy. Happy people spread their energy throughout their lives, and once they figure it out, go on to be successful at nearly everything they set their mind to. Join host Ellen Morano and her panel of guest experts and co-hosts on Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life, Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fennighaus with Healthy View Radio. Do you have a question or comment for the show? Please call us right now at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send us an email from our Voice America radio page. You'll find connections to reach any of the hosts there. Now, back to Healthy View Radio. Hello, and welcome back to Healthy View Radio, the show that harnesses the energy of the universe, or at least of the internet, to bring you (laughs) some laughs and healthy living tips each and every week. And with us now is certified nutrition health coach, Sherry Holzer, who specializes in empowering women and teens to make simple changes to their nutrition and lifestyle, creating control over their moods energy levels, and body perception. She's known for her ability to guide even the worst cook in the kitchen to create (laughs) easy, tasty, and nutritious meals. Her background in the pharmaceutical industry offers a balanced perspective between medicinal intervention and food as medicine. I'm going to be asking her a little bit about that. And when Sherry's not changing lives, she's running around the tennis court or whipping up her traditional Greek menu. Yummy. And she's working hard creating her first book about her tumultuous 28-year but still going strong marriage. It's an honest look at how their younger selves made it through a whole lot of emotional, physical, and financial hardships that nearly took them down and how a decision to get some help brought a whole lot of love and silliness to their hilarious and loving marriage. So welcome to the show, Sherry. Well, thank you. Good to be here. I almost feel like we should have your husband with us after that introduction. <laughs> I wish he would, he, you'd love him. He's hilarious. He's a funny guy. Good oh, guy. all right. We'll have him on next time. <laughs> <laughs> So good. So today's episode is titled Harnessing the Energy of the Universe. You got to tell us how did the universe lead you to becoming a health coach? You know, I wanted to comment also on uh, something that uh, your previous guest mentioned. She's amazing, by the way. But uh, the idea of um, trying something different, feeling that the universe is sending you in one direction. And if you don't just decide to make a change and take a leap of faith, then you're kind of stuck. And when you do decide to harness that, oh, excuse me, when you do decide to harness that, you have these biological and emotional changes that really do happen and allow you to open up and create a new life. That's sort of what I got from what she was saying. So that being said, in answer to your question, 
I decided to take a look at where I was at and I was living this life that I was sharing all of this information about nutrition and health with my, my friends and my family. And I would get so many questions and see a lot of people stuck and just kind of going in a circle and not knowing how to move forward. And I knew that I could just create my plan of making just some simple things to create a new path, be healthy, well, and I just decided to, to go for it. You felt like you were being guided in that direction then. I was. Something was out there telling me, nudging me. I looked into this for a long time and um, decided that it was about time to just be strong. It's not easy. It's not easy to take that leap of faith and have, I think when the universe is calling to you and kind of knocking on the head, it's hard to answer that call and it's hard to, to feel the, the strength. I like empowering other people, but you know, as every individual needs somebody to help guide them and help empower them to make those changes in order to live a better and happier, more fulfilled life. I like what you said, you know, you get knocked on the head over and over with the thought I had a similar story as how I changed careers. So I totally resonate with what you're saying, Sherry. Um, so I guess for all of our listeners, you got to listen to what's knocking you on the head once, twice, three times. Maybe it's worth investigating. Yeah, definitely. So we know you are out in Los Angeles. Tell us, what are the most common health issues that women and teens in LA are coming to you with? So, you know, I don't know if it's the, since I'm here in my little bubble, I don't know if it's a, I'm imagining it's a universal issue, but here in LA and where I am, I mean, we are just surrounded by, you know, Hollywood and, and, and glam and every, and the lifestyle with the weather, it's, it's a lot of, you know, body showing. And so there's a lot of people who feel that they don't fit into a particular mold that's being portrayed here. Um, and people are coming to me, one with a misperception of who they really are, because every single person can be and are unique and beautiful and wonderful. Now, being healthy and feeling comfortable in your own skin, that clearly is, is, a, is part of it. But they're coming to me and they're not knowing how to make it all happen. There is a lot, as you well know, of information, infomercials, commercials, people on the screen, um, everything that you see on, the in, on Instagram and Snapchat stories showing you, you need to be this way, you need to be that way, you need to try this, you need to try that. And uh, the people that are coming, coming to me and are working with me, first of all, they happen, I have a really great relationship with several physicians in the community. So first, that lends credibility, obviously, on my end, that the physician is trusting me with her patients. But um, they're coming to me, and I'm just telling them simple, easy ways to make a start and move forward so that you can feel good about yourself. It doesn't need to be all of it. It just needs to be one thing that leads to the next, that leads to the next. Well, let me ask you this. Of your clients, what percentage would you say really do need to make some changes to their physical body for health reasons versus uh, those who need to make a, a mental shift mm -hmm. as to how they think about their body? You know, Michelle, that's a good question. I actually think that, I, I don't know that I would really separate the two. I think in terms of giving you a percentage, I think it's sort of a combination of both. Um, I, I have found it really fascinating that the people who have come to me, I have, you know, I work with a woman who's a model. I mean, she's 
physically absolutely stunning. But that's not all of it. She needs to learn how to manage a thyroid condition. She needs to learn how to cook and how to shop and how to live. She's a single person. So there's that. Then there are the teenagers who are going through different hormonal changes than a woman who might be coming to me who's in her 40s or 50s and needing to understand how to manage herself. And so it's not all about the losing weight, if you will, or it's more about a body perception of feeling good. And then I do have those people who have very clinical, um, you know, biological issues that are taking place that we have to address. Terrific. So I think like our earlier guest, you two, uh, both of you have a background in pharmaceuticals, which is interesting mm -hmm. that you both bring that to today's show. Mm -hmm. So because we're seeing so much of this, I'm just going to set the stage for you, Sherry. Let's okay. say that a client comes to you, she's on a statin, she's on an antidepressant, and maybe like a PPI, just for good measure, we'll throw that in. What would be your first steps? Well, I think you, the very first step is clearly taking a look at the numbers and, and making an evaluation as to where you are with that. Um, you know, if you're in a, if you're in a severe situation, then um, we, we have to make sure that you are acknowledged. I always want to acknowledge that this is something that your doctor has diagnosed, you know, here are the numbers. Okay. But that's, that's not it. That's not the end of the road for you. Now, let's stop and say, okay, where would you like to be with this? Are you a person who is interested in making the changes uh, to your nutrition and, and your lifestyle? Because so much of it has to do with what's happening with our stress levels and our cortisol levels, as you know. And um, so we would take a look at where, where they want to go with it. And then I'd love to just sit down and say, let's start today. Tomorrow, you probably are still going to be on these medications. And it perhaps could be for the next few months, or it may be forever, or it may be never again after we get going. But let's be open to seeing where we can move forward and all of the little steps along the way so that you can make some kind of changes and be open to that. Hmm, I like that. So let, let's get curious. Yes. Where could we go? Yes. What could happen? All right. We yeah. love that. So tell us a little bit more about your book. I'm curious about how a book about marriage, first of all, I should probably read your book, ties into your work as a health coach. <laughs> so the book's not completed yet. It's in process. I'm actually really excited about that one. That is so thrilling to me. Um, and I do hope that you will read it when it is complete, Jill. all of you. Um, so it, it, it happened, um, I was at a conference actually, and I was speaking to some people about relationships. And I was met afterwards by a number of people, young people, who were newly married and were surprised by the honesty that I put forward. Uh, they said that within their community, their peer group, and, and generally in life, that when they had issues, it was very difficult to get advice, a straight answer, and to be forthright. And I saw that there was a need for people to hear my story. And really, my cute, adorable, hilarious hubby 
Uh, next month is our uh, um, anniversary, and uh, we were married in 1990, so it will be our 28th year. And, you know, we were kids when we got married right out of college. Literally, the, the, the funny story of sorority girl and fraternity guy, and, you know, we graduate, and then eight months later, I'm married. And I'm 23, by the way, when I'm getting married. Wow. I was 24. 24. Okay, <laughs> so you get it. I get it. You get it, right? So what the heck do you know? And you haven't even lived your life yet. You're so, you're doing, you go, you go through the motions, you do what you need to do. The thing is, is that what I'm bringing to this is that um, we all have a story and I have a very interesting, fascinating cuckoo story. Like, you know, we all have dysfunction and whatnot, but not knowing that my spouse as well had a lot of history. I didn't understand any of that. And as we got going, you know, a lot of things were happening and I didn't know how to, I'm going to kind of backtrack and tie this back to what we talked about in the beginning. You know, I didn't understand the universe and what it was saying to me and how to make it work for me and us. And so we're going through motions and we're doing the things that the limited frame of reference we have, by the way, based on our history. And we're going through the motions and trying to make things happen and things are hitting us one after another. And um, I share with the, the, within the book um, a lot of funny things, a lot of heartbreaking, touching things. But we went, my husband's been great about allowing me to be open with the fact that we diagnosed that he had an issue in his family history and himself with alcohol, mm-hmm. which didn't present itself in a traditional way, but it was a problem and with depression. And I love that I can bring this to the forefront also within a marriage and with what's going on in the world today and trying to destigmatize mental illness, but in particular within a marriage confine, the confines of a marriage and how that affects then moving forward with your wow. own group, your children, etc. Sherry, I would love to hear so much more about that. Unfortunately, we need to wrap you up. So can you tell our listeners where they can go to learn more about you? Absolutely. And I do want to thank you all so much for having me. This was fantastic. Appreciate it. I am at I am simply Sherry on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Cute. Yeah. And at SherryHolzer.com. Okay, terrific. Thank you so much for being here today, Sherry. Thanks, ladies. Take care. All right. So as we wrap up this episode, you guys, give me a real quick takeaway from the show. I think the message is be open, be curious, you know, just keep an open mind and see how this stuff works for you. Yeah. And I like that Sherry said, you know, it's hard to answer the call, but you got to, you got to take the call. right? Yeah. (laughs) And then follow Christy's advice. Keep that momentum going in that direction, the direction that you want to go in not the other direction, which is, you right. know, the negative crap, be critical stuff. Um, but we, we got a lot of power. We get a lot of power. Amazing. And I would like to say that while different words and different thoughts work for different people at the heart of it, yeah, like what Lisa said, we're curious, we're open. And when something's knocking you on the head, if you answer, it's going to lead you where you need to be. I think this is all such a great episode. And I have to give a shout out to Carol, who wrote us a five-star iTunes review for us. Carol said she loves listening to these energetic ladies each week. So much great information. There's always something valuable to take away. Carol, we love having you with us. 
Thank you very much. And we'd like to hear from all of our listeners. It is easy to leave an iTunes review. Just go to healthyviewradio.com slash review. Your words will help us reach more people who need support with their health and their happiness and harnessing the power of the universe. <laughs> I almost said of the internet. <laughs> That's part of it. <laughs> so to make a difference in everyone's lives, go to healthyviewradio.com slash review. We would be very grateful. And we will be back next week with a brand spanking new episode. We will see you then. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Healthy View Radio. Please join Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fennighouse again for another fun and insightful edition of our show. We're live again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. See you soon.